Welcome, family. Uh, welcome to the Lifestyle of Faith and Power. This is my wife, Tracy L. Williams, and I'm Dr. Juan Williams. We are going to discuss today uh, the authority and power that God has granted to us yeah. by faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and open in prayer. So, Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we just thank you so very much, Father, for this opportunity to bring your word and share your word today with our broadcast audience. We declare the word of God will go forth in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. We cancel anything that would try to stop, block, or hinder the viewers yes. from receiving all that God has for them to yes. receive in this broadcast. We declare it blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Welcome. Welcome. So awesome. today, the authority of your faith yes. is, is basically what we're going to be talking about. But the key is that faith is not going to work effectively without you understanding the reality that you are authority. Yes. And you say not just having it, but you are authority mm -hmm. based on what God has granted to you. Mm -hmm. And you are made in the likeness and the image of God. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I want to register in your heart is this. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm making a statement, but it's a revelation that has to become a part of you. It needs to be in your spirit, man. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Amen. And that's this. Mm -hmm. Uh, as we discuss authority of faith, authority of faith that is inside of you, when that authority is in you, it will produce power. Power is just not automatic, but we have power as a result of the authority that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Now, now authority, listen to this, authority, authority is been granted to us. It was something that God gave us. He granted authority to us at the point of being born again. Like he, he made the statement in St. John 3 and 7, you must be born again. Yes, yes, it's yes. not an option, you must be born again. So it's not anything soulish or any human reality this. This is as a result of who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. When you were born again, the seed of authority was given to you. Quite naturally, you're gonna have to get in a discipline, learn the word, be on the word, stay with the word, as you do that, as you begin to matriculate in that kind of thing, mm -hmm. in the Word, learning the Word, staying with it, allowing the Word of God to be your life, now you have started the process of having real power that comes as a result of authority. Keep, I keep saying it. Authority mm -hmm. is first, and then power comes. I'll say it this way. Authority is who you are, and power is what you do by faith. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, that's what we were discussing when we were talking about sharing what we would share today and how you mentioned about being born again and being born again gave us this power. Um, now being born again in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, how the word of God shares in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. So what registered in my heart uh, with the authority and the power that we have become as born-again believers means that there is no more defeat in our lives. There is no more powerlessness. We have power to overcome anything because of who we are, because of who God has placed on the inside of us. God himself is on the inside of us, absolutely. which is absolutely powerful, absolutely, absolutely powerful. So we have to walk in that dominion and that authority that we've been given as in Genesis 1 and 20. And yeah, Genesis 1 and 28, he says, I've given 
you know, you have dominion and authority and power over everything. We've been given dominion. So we are just thankful. I'm just thankful for that authority and that power that Amen. we've been given. Yes. Amen. Well, you know, it's, it's important to understand as well is that in Matthew chapter 10, verse 20, if you would go there with me, I'm going to give you a moment to get there. But in that, when we speak, we're not speaking on our own authority or anything that we have made or anything that is in us or soulless or by human might, but we're speaking the authority of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. So in John, and, and excuse me, Matthew yes. 10 and 20, note what it says. And this is the New King James. And it says this, for it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. So if the spirit of the father is in me speaking, I've been made in his likeness and his image. There's a transformation that takes on that is not just my father, but now that father lives in me. It is a part of me. So it is absolutely appropriate to begin to associate yourself as authority. We know that God is the supreme authority, but God wants us to have the level of boldness where we can say that, hey, I am the authority. It's just like sometimes on the job. You are the authority on the job as the supervisor or the CEO. And that's the same kind of uh, uh, command and confidence that we should have when we use who we are and we are authority. Mm -hmm. And that's since we've been born again. And it's not me who speak, but it's the Father that is in me who speak. Yes. The light is still on you. So we've been given that power and that authority. As over in Luke 9 and verse 1, I know we've got a lot of uh, scriptures that we're calling out. We're giving you time to get there. In Luke 9 and 1, the word of God shares, uh, Then he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So we've been given this power, we've been given this authority, um, and we have power over any demonic activity, any demonic behavior, anything demonic that could take place on the workplace, in the house, you know. Anything, if, period. Anything. It's like if, if we know who we are, that that's the bottom line. Um, sometimes that's was missing is a revelation of who we really, really are. And in this teaching, uh, the authority that if we know who we are, if we know that we have authority and we use that authority by faith, we'll operate in that domain that we've been given to uh, you know, speak to any demonic activity, to cancel it in the name of Jesus, to cause peace, to be, you know, Amen. wherever we are, wherever we know that there's anything that's not, you know, peace, where there's no peace, we can cause peace to be in Jesus' name. Amen? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, mm -hmm. the centurion soldier in the New Testament, Matthews chapter 8, verse 9, mm -hmm. and you can go there, but I just want to share this with you. He got a revelation. And basically what I'm talking about here, we're talking about is getting a revelation that we are authority. And power is what we do. We can speak mm -hmm. and command and take authority of things with the spirit of God. That okay. same spirit of faith, like 2 Corinthians 4.13 says we have the same spirit of faith. Yes. Well, if I have the same mm -hmm. spirit of faith, I'm not a, it's, it's not a replication of God in me. It's God himself that is in me. Mm -hmm. And so the centurion soldier got this revelation and it was really a blessing. 
And what he said was, I am a man that is under authority. Mm. And as a result of me understanding that I'm under authority, I have authority. So I tell my servants mm -hmm. to go and to come, and they do so. Mm -hmm. And so he was asking Jesus to pray for his servant that was at home. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he realized that if you have authority, it's a thing that you speak. It's something that you take command over. Because he know what he says. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have Miss Tracy. She's going to read that. Mm -hmm. uh, that that's uh, Matthew 8 and 9. But what he said was, I tell my servants to go. He was given a command mm -hmm. as one who has authority. He was given command. He said, I want you to, I tell them to go and they go. I tell them to come and they come. And as I do so, uh, they follow the instructions. But one thing, I, I go back to it. He understood authority. Mm -hmm. We don't have to understand authority as somebody has authority over us, but the authority that we have is God in us. That's our revelation, that God is in us. He is resident in us. And uh, there's a transformation since we've been born again. So it is absolutely appropriate for you to stand up and say, no, I'm not the chief supervisor, but I am authority. And with that mentality and that confidence and exercising your faith, we overcome the world. As 1 John says, 1 John 4 and uh, 5 and 4 says that any situation that comes up in the world, circumstance, situation, any care of the world, we have authority over it as we exercise our faith. Amen. So over in Matthew 8, uh, as Dr. Williams was speaking about the centurion soldier, the word of God reads, uh, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority having soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. So uh, in verse 10, it says, when Jesus heard it, he marveled, and he said to those who followed, surely I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. So one thing that I was looking at with this is that, uh, the satyrian he knew that jesus had authority and even when people yeah. recognize the authority that's in your life they can't do anything but uh, receive what you're saying by faith and walk in what you're saying by faith and obviously obey what you're saying by faith so he just told him you know he can just send the word speak the word you know, and his servant would be healed. He believed that and it was done. But most importantly, he believed that Jesus had this power and Jesus had this authority to do so. So that's the same with us walking in that power and that authority. If we just believe that, it's done. Whatever yeah. we say, yes. whatsoever we say, it's done. Right. And, you know, it's, it. it's like along with that centurion soldier, as I kind of said it previously, that because he understood, like I say, mm -hmm. revelation, he understood what authority was and he was a man that was under authority himself, that he knew that Jesus was a holy one. He knew that Jesus, because he mentioned in other translations that, Lord, you're not even worthy to come under my roof, but if you would just speak the word. So he understood authority and he seen Jesus as one who had authority with God. And that's the same thing with us. Right. We have authority in God since we've been born again. And I want to keep repeating. It's not that I just have authority. I am authority. Mm 
I am authority. I'm not releasing something that's not a part of me. So I am authority. When I'm when I'm calling those things that are not, and I'm speaking to those that might have a, an illness or, or might need me to touch and agree on a, a job, I'm not doing it as someone just understands what authority is, but we do that as a result of knowing that we are authority and we speak from authority because the authority of God himself dwells inside of us. Amen. So you know, just, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, sweetie. No, I was just going to say just knowing, you know, bottom line is knowing who we are in right. Christ um, and not being moved by circumstances or situations. We're, you know, not being, trying to be like this person or that person, but simply digging into the word of God. I was sharing uh, just in a teaching uh, how experiences are not the, the, the greatest teacher. I believe the word of God is the greatest teacher. Um, we Sometimes we can seek to be, you know, around people that have familiar things that are going on in our lives to get answers. But the word of God is the answer and gives us all the answers. And I say that because for us to know who we are in Christ, we have to dig into the word of God and we have to feed ourselves with the word of God because the word of God is God himself. So the more we feed ourselves, the more our mind is being renewed in uh, Romans 12 and 2, you know, how we have to renew our mind with the word of God. And the more we renew our minds with the word of God, the more who God is, is revealed to us. In Galatians uh, 1 and 12, the word of God shares about that there's, there's revelation that was coming that was not revealed by flesh and blood. So there's things that God wants to share with us and speak to us that's not going to come from flesh and blood, but it's going to come by his spirit to our spirit. And God most definitely can remind us on a daily basis as we feed ourselves in his word who we are and the authority and the power that we've been given. That's right, right. The authority and power that we've been given yeah. in his word. So Right, right. That's absolutely true because yeah. as, you, as you make mention, uh, knowing who we are, mm -hmm. and, and that's the whole key to this mm -hmm. teaching about the authority mm -hmm. of our faith, uh, the authority of our faith, that that's the whole thing. Once we, yeah. uh, as we go through the process, the matriculation process of growing and staying with God, mm -hmm. and if you stay in the Word, you stand with God. Mm -hmm. You stand with God, now you begin to identify yourself on who you are. Mm -hmm. And the one key thing we're pointing out today mm -hmm. is that you are authority. Yes. You don't have to go get it. It's in you. You got the mm -hmm. seed of it when you got born again. Mm -hmm. But the process of ever increasing and growing in the word and developing our faith mm -hmm. gets, gives us the ability to stand up on the inside and say, I am authority. Right. I don't. There's nothing wrong with having somebody touching, agreeing or or intercessors agreeing. Mm -hmm. But the root of the manifestation of the power of faith that's going to work in your life when you know that I am authority. And so the whole, as Tracy is saying, that the, the digging in the word, the studying, the meditation, the, all those things are a developmental process. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, that's a very, very powerful thing. And it's like just when you, when you need that authority, you know, when you feel like you've been backed down or, you know, you just need to be more confident or you need, feel that, that need for confidence, you won't seek it from other people. It's, it'll be in you. It'll you know, resonate. And it, it'll come it'll rise up. up. Yeah. And as you were um, sharing about authority, authority is not 
you know, how loud we are. And right. It's, it's not, you know, a shout, title. Right. It's not a title. It's not shouting people down. Right. Any of that. Right. Um, I looked at about how meekness with meekness comes wisdom. So as we operate in God's authority, we operate out of God's wisdom. And sometimes wisdom is just, you know, that humility and just being uh, meek. How and, to approach how to approach the yeah, things, right? Yeah, we were um, talking about in James three wow. and thirteen about that wisdom because uh, going back to you know just us being born again and being saved and that authority coming on us is like God wanted us to always come to Him from the beginning like we didn't know anything you know like we we weren't wise He said I, I chose those who who weren't wise in the world, you know, who weren't renowned, who didn't have the name, you know, he's like, I chose you, you know, and I called you and he put his wisdom on the inside of us. And he continues, he wants us to tap into his wisdom. Right. And in James three and 13, it says, who is wise among you? Let him show by his good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy, so this is telling us all the areas that are not wisdom. If you have bitter envy, if you are self-seeking in your hearts, it says, do not boast and lie against the truth. It says, this wisdom does not descend from above, but it's earthly, it's sensual, and it is demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. So just into in that area with that wisdom that is earthly sensual and demonic there's a guarantee that you won't walk in the authority that you've been called to walk in because this is contrary to faith these areas are contrary to faith but then it talks about the wisdom that is from above and i believe as we stay in that wisdom from above we'll know who we are you know we don't That's have to have the last wisdom. word yeah. you know we'll, we'll just speak when god tells us to speak and as you were mentioning from the very beginning um, in the scripture, how, um, you know, that the, the words were, they were coming from the father. Right, right, you right. Know, the right. father who sent him. Absolutely. Sent right. Jesus. So, yeah, that's it right yes, there. Yes. And authority. You, you know, in, in terms of authority, mm -hmm. this is uh, a mandate, a revelation. Got to understand this. All authority mm -hmm. comes from God. There's mm -hmm. no authority except God's authority. Mm -hmm. There was, uh, God said to, to Job, he said, Job, when I was creating the stars and the heavens and et cetera, where were you at? Mm -hmm. So we humble ourselves to understand that, uh, as I'm talking about, I am authority. I'm not talking about me, but I'm talking about he that is in me and all authority comes from God, Amen. all Amen. authority, Amen. even delegated authority, yes. even those that are in positions and that are rulers, all authority comes from God. Right. Now, how they may use it, it is primarily up to them. But God lines out through the word how he wants us to use his authority to further the kingdom. Yes. Now, I want to share a verse with everyone. If you would go to Romans chapter 13, I'm reading the New King James. Mm -hmm. In Romans 13, we'll see right here from the scripture that all authority exists as a result of God. And there's yes. no authority other than God's authority. Amen. Yeah. And that's Romans chapter 13, if we would go there. Yes. Romans 13. Romans 13, starting at verse 1. Mm -hmm. uh, and it says, Let every soul be subject to the governing authority. Every soul. Yes. 
for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Like that word appointed, or like in the old King James, it says ordained, uh, but appointed by God. So note this, the authorities that exist are appointed by God. And so uh, note, therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists the ordinances of God. And those who resist will bring judgment upon themselves. So uh, authority is a powerful existence mm -hmm. that from authority, the other areas that are connected to God, our faith is birthed out of that. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to have power. No one has any, you know, we have human power, human might. Mm -hmm. But the scripture says not by our might or our power, but by the spirit of the Lord. We have that human ability, mm -hmm. but the, the key ability is the authority that we recognize that come from God. When we get to that, dear believers, we're not going to do anything but prosper. Yes. We're going to prosper. And you know, it's like in, in your walk, there, there are times you're exercising your faith and you might stumble. Uh, we've seen that continually, that Jesus was constantly wanting the disciples to get to a point where they could be consistent. If they would just release their faith, they'd get it done. He had to get their minds off of the natural and off of what they felt and just stay on faith. It's simple, but yet it can be, it can be difficult for some but uh, the disciples said, Lord, increase my faith. They seen him doing things just simplistically out of faith. And he just wanted them to know that it don't take great faith to get it done. It just takes faith to get it done. Yes. And greatness will come as you go down the world mm -hmm. in life because there are going to be challenges and tests that's going to test your faith. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the more you're using it, you know, you're going to overcome and overcome and overcome. And things that were, were major begin to be little trivial things. And it'll be like you flicking a fly out of the way as you use your faith. So he makes this great analogy in uh, Matthew 17 that if you just have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain, the mountain itself will get up and throw itself in the depth of the sea. So the key here, all authority comes from God. Would you agree? All authority comes from God. And uh, when, when you have that, when you have that revelation that one, if authority comes from God, God is in me and I have now become authority and I know that he said he would never leave me or forsake me. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That, is, that is very important. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. one of the things that the enemy is always challenging is called teneity. He wants fear to set in. He wants us to be afraid. Mm -hmm. He wants us to be timid. Well, yeah. timid comes from teneity. Yes. And so he doesn't, we don't need to be. That's why our confidence is so important. Mm -hmm. Hebrews talks yes. about Hebrews 10.35. Okay. It is a great reward and the confidence that we have without confidence. Confidence is very important mm -hmm. because it's, it's like a starting out of the block. Mm -hmm. You know, I have faith, but mm -hmm. I initiate faith with, with a bold confidence that I have in him. Right. Remember in him. Right. And so in him is powerful as we wrap this teaching up for today. Um, Jesus was all of that. And Jesus was confident. Jesus walked in that authority. Jesus was not timid. You know, um, they, they wouldn't have crucified him if they knew who he was. But we know he died and he rose again. But over in John uh, 10, 17 and 18, Jesus used that same authority and that yeah. humility to lay down his life. Yeah, I think that'd be very important. Go there. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you know, there are a couple of verses that we want to just share very quickly before we mm -hmm. end the broadcast. Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, 
remember, listen to this, and I want you to repeat it. Authority is who I am, and power is what I do. Amen. Authority is who I am, and power is what I do. Uh, power released a power that has a, a ability to ignite. It, it does something. It explodes. It, it's a demonstration. But authority is the root of that demonstration. So authority is who I am. Say it. Authority is who I am. And power is what I do. When I release my faith, it brings God into the equation and it explodes over any circumstance that will try to occur in my yes. life. I want to share this with you. Mm -hmm. Jesus does this thing very greatly. Uh, he said this. He's going all the way back before he came into a body when he was in heaven. And he says that I seen Satan. This is found in Luke 10 and uh, verse 17. We're going to read that here in a moment. Excuse me, verse 19. But yes. Jesus makes a statement. He says this, I seen Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And that, that's powerful because we know in Revelations, uh, the scripture said that there was war. Revelations 12 and 11, there was war that broke out in heaven. Excuse me, Revelations uh, 12 and 7 says there was war that broke out. Then in verse 11, it said, war unto the inhabitants of this earth because Satan comes with great wrath. So this, this is the, the advent of, of the testing of the faith and, and Satan dealing with Adam and Eve in the garden. So let's read this. Let's go to this very quickly because this now is being granted to the believer. This is Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Uh, if you're there already, baby, if you just read that yes. in verse 19. So Luke 10, 19, it says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions right. and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm, harm you. Is that powerful? That's powerful. That's very powerful. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are sub subject unto you. That's powerful because we mentioned the authority that they have. But don't rejoice in that. It says rejoice because your, your names name are written, written in heaven. Right. That's the bottom line. And that's the origins where that authority comes yes, from. That's the that, origin. That's the bottom line. That's where line right that's there. where it comes from. That's the origin. Now let's move on to another verse. Uh Tracy was in Luke in yeah. Luke chapter it was 10, John, I think. Uh, John ten. In John, John ten. 10. John 10. I want you to go there because that's very important here in John, John ten seventeen. Because what happens is that I've heard people misunderstand, misquote the Lord. They say, well, uh, they took his life. No, they didn't take his life. They gave his life. Mm -hmm. So here, and it says, and uh, St. John 10, 17, Therefore my father loved me because I laid down my life that I may take it up again. So he laid down his life mm -hmm. so that no one took it, but he laid it down, and then he had the authority and the power to take it back up. Verse 18, no one takes it from me, but I lay it down mm. of my own oh. self. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. Mm. This commandment I have received from my father. Wow. So that's a powerful thing for all of us to understand mm. that once you realize you are authority and mm. power is what you do. Jesus released that thing, mm -hmm. and uh, he walked in power, and we are the beneficiaries of salvation as a result of that. Amen. So I want to just thank you today for being with thank us you. on this broadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, remember, it is the truth, what, that it's makes you free. free. And we love you. We look forward to sharing with you again. Thank God bless you. you. Thank you. 
The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television.